Communication is the bedrock of all relationship interactions, both personal and professional. When we communicate, we're always in one of three modalities, conversation, facilitation, presentation. Of those three, the majority of our day-to-day communication takes place as conversation. Today, let's take a look at the conversations you gotta have at work. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. Most of our topics for this podcast come straight from our own reality or the world of our clients. This one is no different. Recently, this idea of the conversations we got to have at work has been showing up. Regular conversations with our leaders, our peers, and those who report to us are critical. There's no way to make up for a lack of regular and meaningful interaction. And because of the pace of work and all that needs to get done, we have to be intentional about initiating and maintaining meaningful conversation. So here are the two critical conversations we must be having at work. They're called spontaneous and scheduled. Let's take a look at these a little closer. Spontaneous. So these are the conversations that are urgent and functional. So what we mean is that these focus on job tasks, projects, updates, timelines, people challenges, resource issues. In other words, typically things that are on fire and require immediate attention. Because spontaneous conversations tend to be topics that are urgent or on fire, they need to occur on regular basis, often several times a day. And because of that, they can become a bully. They can end up demanding all of our attention and all of our time. And if we don't have a process for releasing them, the buildup of pressure can end up exploding in unhealthy and stressful ways. When I was a kid, my mom had a pressure cooker. It was this steel pot. And the top of that steel pot literally latched on to the, to the base. And my mom would put a roast uh, or some type of meat in there. And as it cooked, she had a release valve on the top that would allow the the buildup of steam or heat to be released. And that pressure release valve would hiss uh, while I was doing his job. As a little kid, I would look up to the stove and just see this sound like a rattlesnake. What I learned years later was that this valve was what prevented the pressure cooker pot from exploding. In other words, If that valve did not let out the appropriate amount of steam, then there would be a catastrophe in our kitchen. And so it is with spontaneous conversations. 
that are urgent and functional. We've got to have a format or a process that allows them to take place, again, on regular intervals so that the pressure does not build up. We eliminate this buildup of urgent information and feedback. A couple ways to do that or a couple thoughts when you're putting together this, this format of the process is whoever's involved, be aware of and communicate what are the favorable timeframes of the day where you could be more available for some brief interaction or brief exchange of ideas or feedback. Is it early morning before work really kicks in? Is it lunch? Is it late in the evening? Have that conversation. Also talk about the ways that we can or you can reach each other most effectively. Is it a text message? Is, is that the way you prefer to receive information from someone? In other words, I need to talk to you now for a few minutes. Right? And that's a great way to do it. I would say I need five minutes to discuss the new initiative. Let someone know how much time you need, what it is that you need to discuss. Also consider uh, virtual platforms. They often show availability. So then you could use those available times to connect briefly. So this is critical that both parties are responsible and need to be responsible for initiating this exchange. Again, so the buildup of pressure from urgent and functional conversations don't go unattended. And it's really important that the leader is included in this, that they take a, an active participation in making sure these, these conversations take place. So those are spontaneous conversations. They've got to occur regularly and um, frequently. The next is schedule. So these conversations tend to be important and personal, right? different than urgent and functional. They focus on professional development, career path, how people are feeling about their work and relationships. This is something we refer to as employee engagement. How engaged are they feeling? And because these tend to not be on fire, they can be easily pushed aside. We talked earlier that the spontaneous conversations can become the bully. And that's why these scheduled conversations need to be protected. All parties, especially leaders, need to take responsibility to ensure that these take place and show up. They don't need to occur as regularly as off or as often as multiple times a day, spontaneous conversations. So Sarah and I, we blend our full-time work and our marriage. That's a lot. And it's easy to get overwhelmed with the spontaneous, the urgent, and the functional conversations for us. You know, after a while, it starts to erode in our relationship. In other words, we have ongoing short bursts of conversations that have to be addressed and these decisions right away. This starts to make us feel like working machines, right? Less like value collaborating human beings. So several months ago, we decided to schedule regular morning coffee conversations. And this is space 
dedicated to the human side of our connection, right? Our relationship. How are we feeling? How are we doing? And by creating space for that, dedicated, protected space for our our important and personal conversations, it was interesting that it had a positive impact on our or more functional conversations. In other words, later in the day when we needed five or 10 or 20 brief interactions about finish lines and projects and updates, those were able to take place with a lot more peace and care than if we hadn't had our scheduled, important, and personal conversation already uh, intact. Now, these are not easy habits, right? We we tend to skew towards the spontaneous, urgent, and functional. So when we decide to put in place the scheduled, important, and personal, expect challenge, expect challenges. One of our clients recently made this commitment with one of his key direct reports, and their goal is to build a really strong, cohesive partnership. They have these one-on-one, every two weeks, they have these one-on-one sessions set aside. They even renamed them from one-on-one to uh, professional development so that it had the right intention of, this is what our conversation is going to be about. It's not going to be about functional. It's going to be about how the professional development is going um, between this leader and their direct report. And in the recent update on their progress, the leader said, we failed miserably. And the point was well taken here that this is hard to break a habit. And they were finding that even though they changed the name and even though they had the best intention, the spontaneous, urgent, and functional crept back in and took over the, the conversation. So we, we backtracked a couple steps, made sure that, all right, do we have the format and the process for the spontaneous conversations to take place? Is there a place for them so that they don't overflow into the protected time of these scheduled conversations. So they recommitted to continuing their professional development discussions and, uh, and they're, on, they're on their way now. So these conversations are fundamental to our human experience. Both, both of these are fundamental to our human experience. We have to remember that work is human. Even the processes that we manage have a human element. These conversations are important. These conversations require your attention. They both have value and are opportunities to pay attention to ensure that both get the appropriate time and energy they deserve. Favoring either spontaneous or scheduled over the other runs a risk of becoming out of balance when it comes to our communication. Embrace your spontaneous and scheduled conversations. When you do, you will reap the benefits. If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. Or text revive, R-E-V-I-V-E, to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform, And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment.
that means a lot to us. We'll see you next time as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives. Thank you.